I recorded this podcast episode a couple of days before my lovely baby Frankie passed away. She makes an appearance in this episode, and therefore I want to dedicate this episode to her. You will be forever missed. Love you, baby. Welcome to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I'm your host, Penny Peterson. If you live with pelvic pain, you have landed in the exact right space you need to be in. I'm a yoga teacher that helps people get out of their head and into their body through yoga and holistic living so that they can take back their power as well as harness their own inner power to make a change in their life. Here you will learn from myself, other pelvic power experts and advocates on how you can support yourself on your journey and make the journey so much easier. Welcome. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I am so happy that you are here. Thank you so much for being here. Right now, Frankie wants to cuddle. So that must mean that I really really like you because I'm not cuddling with her. She's just lying next to me. Hello, Frankie. I just did my morning practice, my morning little routine that I have, and I thought I'd share an episode with you, or I'll record an episode with you, because after last week's episode where I was talking about grief, challenges, and moving through it, and the small things that I was doing to support myself when I was actually in it, I thought when I create an episode for someone that may be starting out from scratch, that has never practiced before, supporting their body, someone that doesn't know where to start, because I often get messages from people saying, I don't know how to start. Maybe they want to get into yoga. Maybe they want to get into getting to know their body better, and they don't know where to start. So this episode is for you. Frankie's just, you know, walking around on the table right now, And now, I think she went into my bedroom. So, a little bit of privacy. Thank you so much. So today, I have created a list for someone that may feel like, yes, maybe you've been practicing for a little bit, and you're like, oh, I don't know how to get back into it, or maybe you are new and you don't know where to start. So this is a great episode for you, and I do encourage you to do one of these things every single day and see how that works for you. Because I often feel like, One of the things why people aren't supporting themselves is because, yeah, they don't know where to start or they feel like they don't have the time. But if you take five minutes, five minutes every single day to do something to support yourself, you will notice a huge difference. And let's be real, no one can start to support your body except for you. No one can do that except for you. And the same goes for if you're, for example, seeing a gynecologist or a pelvic physio, they may be doing the work on you, but you actually took the action step to go and see someone. So no one can do it except for you. The power is in your hands and we're going to use that power right now. You're going to support your body. We're going to bring in more body awareness, more pelvic awareness so that you can feel a lot better. So today I have a list for you and If you've been around for a while, can you guess what the first thing on the list is? We got breathing. And you're like, oh my god, not again, Penny. But yes, again, I'm never going to stop talking about the breath and how important your breath is for you. Not just in general, you know, you can't live without breathing. We're always breathing. But being conscious about 
how you are breathing, breath awareness, bringing that in. So just being aware of how you are breathing and also starting to practice your diaphragmatic breathing, your pelvic floor breathing, breathing into your pelvis so that you can minimize your pain, so that you can invite in more oxygen, more blood flow, so that you can feel a lot better, lower your stress levels. There's so many benefits from working on your breath. And not just when it comes to, you know, focusing on your pelvic floor breathing. Breath work is amazing. And there are so many, so many different styles of breath work that can really, really help support you and also shift the state that you are in. So I actually use an amazing app called Othership. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes for this app, as well as a free session that you can try out. So this is a session that I often do in the morning. And it's called something with in living your energy or waking up your energy or something like that. And I love this session. Something to be mindful of if you haven't been practicing breath work before and you live with pelvic pain. Maybe you are, yeah, as you start, you're noticing that you're breathing in the upper chest. And when you start to do this more upregulated practices, you may start to notice that you're actually clenching a lot more. So just start to work on the breath by itself, pelvic floor breathing. Invite the breath into the pelvis, into your beautiful belly. And as you're doing these upregulated practices, that is a hard word for me to say today. It's early on a Friday morning. Be nice. (laughs) As you're doing these practices, just be mindful, be aware. Am I clenching as you're doing the practice? What is happening in the pelvis? So that was number one, breathing. Number two, this is one of my favorite yoga poses. I feel like I say this about every freaking pose, but said lying. Your pelvic PT may have been giving it to you. So said lying, where you lie on the floor and you place your shins, your feet on top of your bed, your couch, or a chair. And, you know, so the body is in a little bit of a said or see, I don't know in what country you live in, but (laughs) it's a little bit of a said. And that takes some pressure off the pelvic floor and it also makes it easier to breathe into the pelvic floor, into the pelvis if you are new to the whole ordeal with breathing, focusing on your breath. And also as you're starting out your breath practice, your breath journey, start doing it lying down. I always teach my students as they join in on a yoga class, start focusing on your breath as you're lying down. Because it makes it easier for you to connect with your breath to invite the breath in deeper compared to when you are seated. So yes, the second point, said lying, I love this one. It feels really good for me in the low back, in the pelvis. As I was saying, it takes pressure off your pelvic floor. And try it out. Lie there for two minutes, three minutes, five minutes. Just focus on your breath. Place your hands onto your belly. And it's such a, for me, it's such a comforting pose and I really, really enjoy it. Number three, we have a heart opener. So heart opener is, to me, especially after going through what I've been going through for the little last little bit, you can really feel that your heart might be starting to, you know, close down a little bit, close off. And heart openers are really, really amazing in the sense that they 
open you back up. And especially if you are holding a lot of tension in the front of your upper body, so around your shoulders, your chest, you may notice that you're a little bit of a sloucher. And then as you're starting to open up, you're like, oh, oh my God, what is this? I'm feeling tight here. Maybe you weren't even aware that you were a sloucher, that you're walking with your shoulders forward. So just, this is a really great one to do, to open up the heart, open up the front of the body. So what you wanna do, if you have a bolster, you take that bolster, you lie on it, the bolster along the spine. If you don't have a bolster, you can do this with a cushion. You can use a, a couch cushion is great or an outdoor you know, cushion also works fine or a couple of pillows that you can place under you. You can also fold pillows and you know, work around it. Work around it and see what works for you. You can also place, if you have yoga blocks, for example, you can place the blocks under you. This is a little bit more tricky uh, because the blocks are a little bit harder. But if you have blocks, I do also recommend maybe placing a, a pillow over the blocks just to make it a little bit more, you know, cozier, a little bit more softer and lovely. Yes. So number three is a heart opener. Absolutely freaking fantastic. If you've ever been to a heart chakra practice, you have probably practiced this one and it's one of my absolute favorites. Fourth one is a bound angle. I've spoken about this one before. Bound angle, also known as butterfly pose. And this is where you lie down or seated, but in this case, we're going to be lying down. Lie down, place the soles of the feet together and open the legs wide. And the reason why I'm saying this one is because when you are focusing on your pelvic floor breathing, so you're breathing into your pelvic floor, as you're inhaling, your perineum, your pelvic floor is expanding, it's stretching, it's widening with the inhale. And as you exhale, the pelvic floor travels back up. So when you're lying in this position, it's kind of like you're opening up a little bit more. And I do recommend placing pillows under your legs. So under your thighs, under your knees, a couple of different pillows. You want to make it more of a passive stretch than an active stretch. So that's what we're focusing on here. And I also like to do this one when I'm, you know, I'm living with lower pain. I like to let it breathe. I like to let it breathe. <laughs> so this is a great pose for that. And also when I'm using my serum ointment or if I'm using any creams and just sending more awareness to that part of my body. This is a really great pose for that. And then also if you're working with wands or if you're working with dilators, this is a really great pose for that too because it opens up. In my opinion, it is a really great one. But just use pillows to support yourself, to really get yourself, make yourself comfortable. It is super important to be comfortable when you are, you know, trying to change whatever state that you may have been living in for such a long time. If you're starting out from the beginning, if you've been going through a lot of stress, you just want to be comfortable. You want to feel supported. You want to feel safe so that your nervous system is like, oh, yeah, I can melt into this pose. I can melt into the bed, the mat, wherever you are at so that you can feel your absolute, absolute best. Number five, this was actually one thing that I did when I was on the flight home from Sweden. And this is one that you can do, for example, if you're at work right now, if you are sitting right now at work listening to this, I do recommend following along. <laughs> so you're sitting on both sit bones. So being mindful of how you are sitting, you're not sitting on your tailbone right now. We're starting off on the sit bones. 
And this is a pose that I like to call seated cat and cow. So if you place your hands onto your hips, onto your hip bones, you're taking an inhale and you're shifting the weight slightly forward, arching a little bit in the low back. And then as you exhale, shifting the weight slightly back towards your tailbone and rounding a little bit. So you're inhaling, you're shifting the weight forward, and that is your cow. And as you exhale, shifting the weight back, and that is your cat. And that could be a really, really small movement. Let's just notice how your pelvis is feeling, how's it doing, and also bring some movement in, some small mindful movements. So this was one that I did on the plane going home, because you know, doing a lot of seating, it can feel really off <laughs> in the pelvis, in the body, and just bringing some movement in. So if you're doing this right now, how does it feel in your pelvis? Are you actually moving with the breath? Are you holding your breath? Can you invite in the breath? Yeah. So that was number five, seated cat and cow. Really, really enjoy that one. And then number six, I spoke about this one last week as well, and I'm going to bring it back in again because I have become a huge fan and this is something that I do every single morning. So, hello Frankie. Do you want to be in the podcast? I take that as a yes. So, number six. We got tapping, okay? Tapping is absolutely freaking, freaking amazing. So, tapping is EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, and it's where you tap on different parts of your body so head, forehead, uh, side of the eyebrow, under the eye, under the nose, under the mouth, your collarbone, and under your arms, around the armpit, armpit area. And I absolutely love tapping. And this is a thing that you don't have to do for that long. Like it, it doesn't have to be, you know, 20, 30 minutes. It can be five minutes. It is absolutely freaking amazing. And... I mentioned last week, we got Tap with Brad on YouTube. Really good. You can tap on abundance. You can tap on anxiety. You can tap on stress. You can tap on new opportunities, whatever you want to tap on. And I absolutely love him. And then another one that I really like is Gala Darling. And she teaches it a little bit differently. She's a little bit more, I would say, up my alley. <laughs> She's a little bit more... You know, she uses the word fuck, so she's a little bit more up my alley. She's got a lot of power behind her tapping sessions, and she just makes it a lot of fun. So, Gala Darling, I have such a hard time saying that today. Gala Darling, she also has a YouTube channel, and then she also has a membership where they do live tapping sessions together, and I really like doing things live. If you've ever been to a live class, a live anything, the energy is just completely different. So that's a really great one. And then I also have some tapping sessions in the Pelvic Health Yoga Membership as well. And my last point, the seven point, we have sleep. You're like, why did this even make the list? Well, I feel like so many of us are not prioritizing sleep. We're making it, I don't know, we're we're, we are glamorizing 
the hustle culture, work as much as you possibly can, never fucking rest. And to me, this is just so twisted, so, so twisted, so, so twisted. People bragging about how much they're working and how much, how little they are sleeping. And then they're saying, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, guess what? If you don't prioritize your health, if you don't prioritize your sleep, that's going to be sooner than you think it is. So we are supporting our sleep. That's what we're doing. We are coming in to sleep mode because your sleep is freaking important for your healing, for your healing journey, for you to feel good in your body. I swear when I have a shitty sleep, it's a shitty day. When I have a good sleep, it's a good day. I feel good. I feel energized. I feel like I can be my best self, that I can give more to other people, that I can give more to my to my loved ones, to little Frankie here. I, I feel like I can teach better classes when I've had a good sleep. And sleep is so important. So how can you support your sleep? And if you're having a bad sleep, if you're a bad sleeper, I'm a very light sleeper. What can you do? What can you find out there that can maybe support you? And also, are you scrolling right before bed? Can we maybe stop that? Can we leave that to the side? Let's not scroll right before bed. I promise, as I've been saying before, I'm not perfect. I still do this at some point. You teach what you most have to learn. So we're going to stop stro scrolling before bed. We are leaving that behind because from now on, we are prioritizing our sleep. Sleep is super important. I sleep with earplugs. I sleep with a little blindfold. My entire family thinks that I'm weird for doing this, but I cannot sleep without a blindfold. It's a thing. I cannot sleep without a blindfold. My dad says, oh my God, I could never do that. I would just be worried that someone would come into the house and try to kill me. Welcome to the family of the dramatics. Yes. So that's my last point for you. Sleep. How can you support your sleep? What can you do? Can you go to the health food store and say, hey, I have a hard time sleeping. Can you help me? What can I take? What can I do? You don't have to go see a naturopath. You could go see a naturopath. Absolutely freaking fantastic. I'm all for naturopaths. But also, where can you go? Get advice. Can you maybe find someone on Instagram? You know, a sleep consultant. Maybe they post a couple of different, you know, suggestions that you could do for your sleep. Get a better nighttime routine. Sleep hygiene. Yeah, we like that kind of thing. So those are my those were my seven points for you today. And I do really, really, really much invite you to do one of these things. Start doing one of these things. Which one called for you? So first one, we had breathing. Man, if you're going to start somewhere, start with your breath. <laughs> it's absolutely important. It's absolutely freaking amazing. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel more empowered. And that's the first thing that I tell my students. First thing, start working on your breath. Start to support your body through your breath. We have the second point, which was the sed lying or the sea lying, putting your legs up on the bed, on the couch, breathe into your pelvis, place your hands onto your belly. Oh, it feels so good. And then the third one, we had the heart opener, energetically opening up the heart and also physically opening up the front side of your body if you're holding on to a lot of tension there. Fourth, bound angle, butterfly pose. When you're hanging out in the bed and when you're doing meditations, use pillows to support you. Five, seated cat and cow. Great one that you can do at work when you are on the bus, when you are on a plane, bringing some awareness into your body. 
six tapping i'm going to post all the links for everything that i just recommend for tapping in the show notes and then we have sleep which is also a huge deal breaker for your health So that was my episode for you today. I would love to know if you try any of these out and if there's one that you feel more called to, let me know. This is what I live for. I'm here to support you. So yes, let me know. Send me a DM over at Instagram. It's at wellbeing.by.penny or you can also send me a good old email. I'm always here for the emails. And before we go, this has been a while. It's been a while since I asked you this. What are you working on right now? What are you working on right now in your life? And if you say breathing, I'm going to be very, very happy. I'm going to be a happy duck. So one thing that I'm working on right now, I am just working on rest. I'm working on rest. I'm still having days where I feel good. And some days I don't feel as good. Yesterday was a really, really hard day for me. There was a lot of grief, a lot of emotions and just resting and taking time, watching a freaking dumbass TV show more (laughs) than I would usually do because it's just nice to take my mind off of things as well. So just resting in the form that feels good to me, maybe doing longer breathwork sessions or just really taking my time, taking my time doing things, cleaning up the kitchen, take my time doing that. Because I feel like we're in this world where we have to like work as fast as possible, get as many things done as possible. And I have been stuck in that a lot. And I'm trying to get out of that mode. So that's what I'm working on right now. What are you working on right now? Remember to take care of your beautiful body, your beautiful self. And you remember also, you are already doing that by listening to this podcast. Even if you have not started doing anything of the things that I have shared so far along with the podcast, that is totally fine. You're still here and it will come a day when you feel like, okay, I am ready. I am ready. Maybe you're not there yet. You're just, you know, collecting the information. Where can I go from here? So you're just absolutely fantastic for showing up for yourself today. So go you. Have a lovely day and I shall see you when the next episode is released.